Welcome to Pot Not Soda. And now it's time for Brett, Brian, and oh damn, enjoy the show. I don't know what to say. I I mean, just <laughs> fuck that movie. I, I don't. I fuck James Wan. Fuck the whatever studio put that shit out. I mean, it it, it Warner Brothers, right? HBO, yeah, HBO. Oh, HBO, yeah, yeah HBO. Oh right. my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I think this is the first time that we have been a little speechless about any content we've seen this year. I just. There's there's so little to say, but there's so much to say about it. I mean, oh, there's a lot to say. <laughs> this is this is not going to be a regular episode of Pop Not Soda. No, absolutely. If you're not. if you're listening on your way to work, uh, one, um, sorry, you have to go in the office, idiot. Uh, two, if you're watching, a lot of commuters <laughs> listening to this yeah. podcast. <laughs> And and we just, just lose a bunch of listeners. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. I'm just I'm just saying, you know. Uh, two, if you're watching us on YouTube, hello. You're gonna see a lot of traumatic facial expressions, at least from me tonight. Um, and I don't even think we have, we don't even have our our stretcher ready because we don't even know where things go. No, I think that that was that was beautiful because usually we chalk up how the episode's gonna go beforehand. But in honor of James Wan and this movie, just like James Wan does, clearly, we're just going to fly by the seat of our pants. It's going to be a mess. And it, yeah, it's, we're going to James Wan it this time, guys. Yeah, no need to explain anything or have shit make sense. We're just going to fucking. We're just going to Tokyo drift around the plots of this movie. Yes, yes. Because there was a plot. There was a plot. There were many plots, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like three stories happening at one time. Yeah. And if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about the recently released James Wan film on HBO Max. Hopefully nobody paid to see it in theaters. Uh, Malignant, which I think is... Well, it's only grossed about like 15 million worldwide, a, so I don't think 40, anybody's seen it. It was a $40 million budget. <laughs> Million. Yeah, it's definitely not going to make its money. Oh my gosh. Make, uh, To know. be fair, the only time I saw an advertisement for it was the day before it came out. Yeah, yeah. Probably because people saw it and was like, well, we shouldn't waste money marketing this thing. Well, and what's funny is it has been very popular online. So at least I'm interested to see what HBO Matt says about their streaming numbers. Yeah, it's popular online like the show that got canceled before it happened this summer when everybody caught a case of the shits. Like it breaks it that way where you're like this is a f- this is a funny story that not many people talk about and it's kind of fucking bonkers. I mean, I don't know because there's a lot of horror fans who seem to really enjoy this movie. Yeah, it's like pretty evenly split, I feel like. Like it you either hate this movie a lot like me or you like appreciate you know what it is and to those people i say fuck you <laughs> i mean i've seen there's the rest of the audience okay i took care of the commuters brian took care of everyone else i'm gonna yeah i mean and like i've heard people compare it to like gallo horror from the 70s uh like cronenberg body horror and you're like there's no no just stop right there. That's offensive to any <laughs> horror movie that's like set a precedent. This is just hot dog shit. Yeah, when I say like the twist is a hard left, I mean your like face is going through the the windshield, <laughs> the, you know. But <laughs> that shit that shit goes sideways real quick. Yeah, I, and it's not, I just yeah. want to let everyone know that 
Um, there's going to be lots of spoilers in this episode, and uh, tread carefully. But if you would like to watch a movie about a woman who believes she's having dreams of murders, I think that's what HBO has as the summary of the plot. Which is fair for the first, you know, 45 minutes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's very bad. But there's some, like, <laughs> promise to it. At certain points in the movie, we're like, oh, I wonder if they're going to actually, like, do well on what, you know, where they're going. Absolutely not. Every single time. Yeah, I... So, yeah, be, be warned. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to spoil... There's a disclaimer. Yeah, we're going to spoil a lot of stuff because we, we have to talk about we the do. ending. The ending is, Obviously. like, it's what's, it's what's breaking the internet. So. Well, let me just... I'll mention some things that stood out to me in this film. Um, the music... Now, I watched this film with subtitles because usually it's a little bit easier to to make sure you don't really miss anything. You know, that's the the hard academic research I do for you watchers, you viewers, and listeners. When I am subjected to media like this, I make sure I'm catching every juicy nugget. And um, the way to describe the music is, I'm hopeful, intentionally hilarious. Yeah, it has to be. In my heart of hearts, I really do believe like all of this is on purpose. Like he's James Wan is playing the joke. It's not. It's a forty million dollar joke. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I would. Yeah, I would. I would compare it to like a not clever Banksy almost because you you don't know if like it's so bad it's like a mr brainwash type of thing where it's so bad you don't know if this is intentional and it's like sexy beast we were talking about earlier this season i don't know if i'm in on the joke or if the joke like if the joke is on me yeah because i mean he almost he does it in the movie too because it starts out like super you know campy like we talked about and you're like oh okay so this is going to be like you know leaning towards evil dead cool i'm in but then the the movie continues and then it's just like a real horror movie and it's like oh okay so then is this like a a real horror movie that we're doing okay cool i'm in and then the twist happens and you're it's just like okay what the fuck am i watching now like what is I this just, there's just so many questions i have you know oh, i think God. we usually we usually judge horror movies based off the intelligence of the characters and the decision-making that they have in it, right? The better the horror movie, usually the better the decision-making of the characters because it's not cheap. and You can go camp because then you're, everybody's in the joke. Like, oh, we're watching, we know we're watching a horror movie. Um, what the fuck were these characters thinking? I'm sorry. <laughs> From beginning to end, and it moves quickly. Like, the first... 15 minutes is just an acceleration. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, bro, this guy was in Four Brothers and Tron, and now he's just beating women while watching in the bedroom of all places, on the bed at, like, the evening, like a weird MMA fight. Like, I'm very confused of everything that's going on. And, and did you notice, too, like, it's it's a James Wan thing, but he wants to convey that the character doesn't give a fuck because he's wearing his tennis shoes on the bed. And this is something that you will see in many James Wan films is like just this really that's that's the giveaway. This really dumb characteristic where you're like, yeah, it's shoes on bed where it's like, "Oh, okay, so what I'm supposed to take from this is this guy doesn't give a fuck." You sure okay. it's just not okay. the opposite like the anti-Tarantino where he's not like an anti-foot fetish? I mean, who knows, but I mean this mm. I I think that's too deep dan <laughs> you're giving too much credit to james wan here um but yeah it's i totally know what you mean dan like the characters are just frustratingly stupid there's like you know most tropes that you can think of for a horror movie uh in this you know the cop who goes in alone doesn't wait for backup against you know the monster 
you have the random character who ends up, you know, solving the mystery, not an entire police force or, you know, whoever else is working on this fucking case. Uh, you have the main character is just so fucking dumb. Like, why would you ever go back in that house? Why would you ever go back in that house after the shit with her husband goes down? Like, what? It's not like he like cuts his hand on a knife. The dude's like neck breaks against the corner of the house, and you're just like, and she just walks by. Like the next time she moves into the house or gets back into the house, she walks right by that corner. Like yeah, nothing no traumatic happened at all. Right. Yeah. I I like the DT uh, horny female. Um, <laughs> yeah. She's all that. Just wait till her glasses come off. Medical examiner who's like, oh, oh hi, hey, Kakoa. Yeah. Oh we God. got some sh- Detective Kakoa. We got some <laughs> shit that you haven't seen, uh, that you would only seen like in an f- automobile accident. But guess what? It's in a living room, and that's all I'm going to say. Random trivia. That's James Wan's wife. No way. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, that's James Wan's wife that plays that character. But yeah, like I totally – there are so many flawed characters. Even also, worse. <laughs> also, the – the nepotism. The, right. <laughs> the police – like the police officer, Detective Kakoa Shaw, because you can't miss that. The guy pronounces it like a hundred times, <laughs> announces himself Kakoa Shaw every yes. time he fucking comes into a room. Right, but, Detective Kakoa Shaw. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but his partner, I it was like three times or whatever, where his partner would stumble on a dead body, and then she'd just be like, "Kakoa, come here." And it's like I can't imagine being that woman's <laughs> partner, where it's just like, "Can you just fucking tell me if I'm gonna walk in to see a dead body?" Like. <laughs> Like, it's always a surprise where she's just like, you got to come here and see this. It's like, <laughs> ah. Oh, another body that's been stabbed a hundred times. You couldn't have warned me that it's a body that was, like, not a broken window or, like, a, a point of entry that this could have happened. It's always a dead body, and she never prefaces it to the guy that she's welcoming. Like, it's it's awful. So, I think I got to, like... Right before, like, the first major, like, okay, we can piece this together what the motive is of the monster kill. And I texted both of you, and I was like, is the reveal going the way I think it's going? And Brian said, (laughs) absolutely the fuck not. Um, Because the reason why I had this feeling is that there's a phone call between the monster and a doctor character. And from the an monster uses, yeah, from an unknown number. Who the fuck picks up an unknown number? <laughs> right? We all know at this point it's about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yes. Or your student loans. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, or you want a trip from the Hilton Marriott for some reason because your friend signed you up. Um, mm-hmm. And the, the monster proceeds to use a phrase of the doctor that could only go to one case specifically. Uh, the phrase, let's cut the cancer out. And then you see it used in the film by her in like three other different ways, like on film. Like <laughs> I thought it was just used at the beginning, but then you see her like on tape. Like, she really wants to make sure that everybody knows this motherfucker is a cancer and we got to cut it out. And she's like, who the fuck is this? What can that mean? Oh, I have no idea. Okay. Just ignore it. Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, I'm sure that that case wasn't memorable at all. Yeah. Like you, you know, don't have fucking case way. studies, and you you know you didn't travel and give lectures on that case. It's, also, the fact yeah. that there was a picture of of the main character as a child on the like the detective did this, and it had to be like a beat cop that's like, oh, isn't that the same girl? Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> Detective Kakoa. You like, missed this, like Kakoa Shaw. You missed this one key detail to this entire plot. It's, once you grab that photo, I was like, oh, uh, that's her, Detective Kakoa Shaw. Yeah. Oh, you brought her in. What are you talking about? Yeah. I also like too how I mean, and this is this is another typical James Wan thing, but his characters will introduce their role in the movie in their first piece of dialogue. It happens all the time, and it's just like this, like very, very like high schoolish way of like writing shit, where it's just like, "Oh, I'm Peggy. I'm her sister. I work at party party zoo," or it's like, "Hey, I'm Detective Koa Shaw. I've been assigned to the case." Hey, I'm this person that does this. Hey, I'm the doctor that does like it's always just like information overload because you clearly realize this guy doesn't is has no faith in his script to convey any sort of like cohesive narrative at all. It's 
Well, yeah, I mean, you watched the movie, right? Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, it's the sister, which I don't even remember her name. What was it like? Peggy Sue. Who gives a Peggy shit? Yeah, she's in a goddamn princess. I don't even remember. She's in a goddamn princess dress. Yeah, and she still has to announce where. Like, it's still a point of like, oh yeah, where's your party planet? So I thought, oh shit, something like something's gonna go down at Party Planet later. Like we're gonna see like, you know, uh, Chuck E. Cheese character get murdered or something, or maybe it goes Five Nights at Freddy's. No, it's not a relevant fact throughout the rest of the movie. So why? She also does that to Detective Kakoa Shaw. Like you're, you're a detective can't figure out. That you probably are wearing that stupid fucking dress because you work at a stupid ass job. It, it's 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 ludicrous. Like this entire movie is, but uh, okay. I have to ask you guys. Like when it comes to, like, was there any point of this movie where you were actually engaged in it? Like you you I I yes. fell into that trap. I'd say for the first yeah maybe twenty five minutes, I was. Legit going like, oh, I wonder where this thing's going to go. Well, for me, it was when, and like, you know, one of the good things about this movie, one might be the only thing, uh, is there are like some cool shots. You know, James Wan does have, you know, some artistic ways of doing things. Uh, and, to talk about like actually being engaged in the movie, it's the one shot where she's like doing laundry, and then that's like the first time she kind of like transports, like in her dream, into mm-hmm. you know like another location. Yeah. And the way that was shot, and then she like was just like frozen there and like had to witness you know the dude murdering that woman, whatever. I don't even know what the fuck she was like. Was she a nurse? That was the doctor. That uh, was the main doctor. Oh, the doctor. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Of course. So yeah, the doctor. And I'm like, okay, all right. Like, this is interesting. Here we go. Then they do it, like, a couple more times, and I'm like, okay, like, where is this going? And then, you know, I think shortly after that, we get, like, the reveal, which I'm hoping we can just fucking talk about soon because that's all I really want to talk about. Before we get there, Brett, I was not engaged for the first 25 minutes. Really? When it was just like, oh, there's, like, this spirit, it killed the abusive husband fucked her like i was like okay it's just is this gonna be like a possession oh is that what you thought did you think it knocked her out and then (laughs) fucked her yeah whatever i just thought like oh okay it's just gonna be like an insidious like like i just thought it was gonna be something i had seen before right yeah it was the kidnapping and then going like really off kiltered v for vendetta s like taking out past like medical personnel that I was like, okay, what the fuck is actually, like, let me, it's more intriguing now, right? Um, but what brought me out of that scene, particularly, Brian, is when she goes, the main character goes, oh, I can't move anymore. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to hear that. Just have her struggle a little bit, not be able to move. And then I'm like, oh, she's frozen. Okay. No, she just, Wants to let you but know. There's, but it's not like this is another thing that's bad with it. There's a there's a part where she does like time travel, and this is super picky, but she turns. She's like standing up with the sink and she's supposed to be frozen, but somehow she like turns herself towards like the bathtub or something. It's like, so is she not fucking frozen? Like fully frozen? She can turn to like look at scenes and stuff. It's it's so stupid to be picky on it, but it's just like I don't know. It's I will say it fucking the, sucks. The, That's the thing of all, yeah. of all the know, things know, in this know, fucking I know, movie. I know, I know. The, the, encounter, the encounter. If that between, wasn't there, I would have liked it. It would have been yeah, a 10 on the, my list. Yeah, yeah. The encounter between the monster and uh, what's his name? The top. Um, oh, Detective. Oh, Detective Kikoshaw. Yeah, thank you. Yes, Detective yes. Kikoshaw. Um, that was pretty good. I was like, okay, is he going you know, to get it? Um, because I, I was feeling more Saw-ish vibes at that point. Like Danny Glover is gonna run into it like a stairwell full of shotguns or something. Like, oh, okay, kill the main cop right away, and then that and didn't then necessarily up, happen. And then he stumbles upon like the carriage that Rose and Jack boned in for Titanic. <laughs> like, oh, and then the fo- like chilling on the roof, the fog <laughs> machine that was just like nicely there? kept down there. 
But that led yep. to some scenes that gave me very much like Resident Evil cutscene vibes. Like the shot was very like, oh, I'm kind of a fret. Like, why the fuck are you gonna open this carriage? Like, the motherfucker couldn't be in it and it come at you. Like, that's yeah. not how this works. There's no horse, so like he's definitely not in there. Um, and I will say we're the, trying the to make thing, too much sense of this movie. I, I am. I will yeah, say yeah. it we just reminded are, me yeah. of like like a basket case remake or Sleepaway Camp. Because I was just waiting for the penis reveal. Like, I really thought, after everything, that there was also going to be a penis reveal. I'm not joking. Yeah, yeah. I wish there would have been. It would have made a better movie. (laughs) This is the first time you'll ever hear Brian say that if there was more penis in the movie, it would have been better. That is not the first time. The first and only time, I think. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean that okay, so so we're talking about the cop chasing too and how he like so the cop at one point in the in the film, she, her clairvoyancy or whatever you want to call it, she drives the detectives to another place where the murder's about to be committed, stumbles upon the guy, they ensue in a fight, he chases him through like the base like these alleys and the underground city of Seattle or whatever. And um when they're chasing I didn't know if it was like shitty special effects or what for the first like four minutes of that guy running where I was like, so is this backwards or like, what is going on here? Because I was just like, I, I already don't trust this movie and I could assume that they, <laughs> right. that they just didn't spend enough money on the special effects and it looks like somebody <laughs> running backwards. And then, you know, we're watching it and it's just like, oh no, I think he is running backwards. Well, it still looks like shit, but <laughs> it's just like this, yeah. There's w- weird stuff that happens, and I mean, it. it's one of those things where what we were talking about earlier is it's so poorly done, you don't know if it's an actual red herring, or, like if it's like a red herring, or if it's something that's teasing the plot, like the, the whole spoiler. It's just like, I, I have no faith in this movie already to be any sort of, like, well-produced at all, so maybe that's just a mistake, and... Because there's stuff in that that does, there's stuff in this movie that doesn't make any sense. Well, there's a child, yeah, sorry. No, no, let's get to that. Let's, let's all just say what we thought the reveal was going to be. Like, what did you think before it actually mm. happened? What did, what did you think the reveal was going to be? Uh, I'm, yeah, Brian. I mean, I did think it was going to be her in some capacity uh or like she was somehow involved with the murders right like that's why she was able to be there and like see them okay uh but yeah i mean nothing could prepare you for the the actual truth all right brett i don't want to like sound like i i didn't guess it but i thought that they that it was like siamese twins that somehow got separated and could like feel what he, what the other's doing. Okay. I thought it was just something like that where it was like, okay, like they messed up the surgery or something and somehow they're, they're interconnected by, you know, some fifth level shit. I don't know. No, it's very true. So uh, this is what I thought. I thought it was a Siamese twin and or tumor that they legitimately cut out and it mutated, and it was back for blood. I wish I would have watched because that movie. Because that's where this movie was leading me. Like I was like, oh, like did like is this like was it a tumor, aka like twin, and like they like cut it out, and then like it just kept growing. Like it got into some of the ooze from the Ninja Turtles, and was like, guess what, motherfucker, I'm back. Like that's what I was expecting. Yeah, because you get a glimpse of that face. That would have made sense. Yeah, like the face totally is like okay, something's. Something's yeah. going on with this. I'm, oh, yeah, in the beginning. I mean, the yeah, cop right? even says, like, oh, yeah. is this, well, I'm got to look for the, I got to put an APV out for sloth from the Goonies? Yes. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, should we just talk about the ending now? Yes. Why don't we okay. just get yes. into the Spoilers. reveal of the killer in the movie Malignant by James Wan on HBO Max. And we are not making any of this up. 
This is, <laughs> trust me, this is exactly how it happened. So if you start hearing us talking about it, you're like, they're full of shit. They would never, like, that's no way. Yes, everything that we talk watch about. Watch the movie. Yeah, everything that we I talk. dare you to watch the yes, movie. Yes, <laughs> like, this is one of those things, too, before we get into it. I was, I was, I had this, like, juggle where I'm like, typically we cover content that we try to get people to, we, we taste it, taste test it, and we either recommend it or not. This is one of those things where it's so bad it's like the room where you're like, God, should people actually go see it just to see how fucking bonkers this movie is? Or is it so bad that I just tell people not to see it? Because, I mean, it's worth talking about. <laughs> Brian, Brian is just like, no, no. So, it's not worth yeah. it. So, Brian, lead us into how this movie goes, please. Oh, dear God. Okay. <laughs> so... Too long didn't read or don't watch because please don't watch this movie. So the main chick, Madeline, we learn that she had a fucking like person growing out of her, which is like this alien looking fucking thing, like literally in the back of her head, like another head growing out of the back of her with like little tiny T-Rex arms. Uh, So they decide to just lop the shit off because it was making her aggressive and somehow is like able to control lightning. Like they tried, they fucking like shock her at one point, and then all of a sudden they can control lightning because it's like two people in one kind of pulled that Uno reverse like, real quick. Right, and they're like sharing a brain, so they are thinking alike, and she's getting like super aggro. So yeah, they end up deciding to like cut this shit out of <laughs> out of her. But the best part, the best part of this movie to me is when this doctor's explaining the surgery because they end up finding like these tapes and are watching them and that's how they discover The mom the has the tapes. The adoptive adopting mother has these VHSs. Yeah. Which is just like, all right, uh, let's hand these over. Right. <laughs> yeah. So they're watching them and the doctor's like, yeah, so we couldn't cut all of it off because we were afraid uh, we were going to cut into her brain. So we just pushed the shit into <laughs> her skull. What? And, and then how did they get the skull, like a piece of skull that would fit magically like a puzzle piece? If that oh, didn't Oh, it just exist. like, yeah. Whoosh, just fucking slipped right in. Yep. Uh, so yeah, this like fucking weird mangled face shits on the back of her head. We, f- we learn that... This is all uh, real, by the way. This is all real. <laughs> this really She's happened. had multiple miscarriages, and it's been the fucking... Five miscarriages, fourth, I don't know. One, two, three, four, fifth? Her fifth miscarriage. And we we learned that it's, uh, this thing's called Gabriel. Uh, That it's been feeding off of the fetuses and like growing. And then at one point her husband throws her into a wall. She hits the back of her head and it awakens this thing. And then uh, this thing turns into her. Like dislocates her fucking arms and like breaks her kneecaps every single time I guess this happens and then just goes on fucking murdering sprees and uh, just starts killing everybody that was involved in like this hospital that she was raised in. Uh, you know, the the main character has like amnesia. So she doesn't remember any of this shit like, you know, prior to the surgery uh, and you know, then it's like revealed and uncovered and, Detective Kakoa Shaw, you know, figures it. I mean, and then the movie happens where it's the big reveal in a, in a jail cell. And the most unguarded jail cell in all of cinema history, by the way. It's, it's, so the main character gets put into a jail cell with like, I don't know, 15 women. Yes. Like who, the, the biggest holding cell you've ever seen. Also, who dressed these women? Because one woman was literally just from the seventies. Like they they were like went to like the oh, the yeah. shaft, yep. like yep. like the like the shaft dressing room and was like, oh, this outfit will work for a black woman. That's fine. Right. I mean, same with the the detective cop. I feel like there's just a template wardrobe you throw on a you know a black woman detective in any TV show or movie. Uh, but anyway, so the big reveal like happens in this jail cell, and then, I mean, just 
ridiculousness ensues after that where you now know the monster is her but literally like moving backwards and again something that's just never fucking explained has like super strength so can like you know it's like breaking people's arms in half just like ripping heads like knows karate open. yeah yeah like, like, yeah he knows karate right <laughs> It's like is able to like dodge yeah attacks and fucking gunshots and shit. I just um, neo style. I just imagine because like why would Gabriel just like give back release every day? Like well, oh I'm just gonna borrow you for 20 minutes instead of just like take over your entire body the whole time. Um, that when he wasn't killing people, he was just watching YouTube tutorials on how to like dismantle limbs. Yeah, he's just in the Matrix. Yeah. Okay, and also, he really, really liked that knife that he made like two days earlier, and he was really emotionally <laughs> oh attached to it. It was like the sword, of, like of like Hogwarts or whatever. It was, yeah. it, like it totally like. Let's go back to that jail cell scene for just a moment because I was laughing so hard at this thing when it when oh, it, started it looks so fucking ridiculous. It was so absurd, and she turns around and like opens the back of her head, and this thing crawls out, starts you know. Kicking the shit out of people, smashing faces, doing all sorts back backwards, 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 and they've with the actress's face on the other side oh God, the whole the time. That face that looks yeah. like it looks like what was it from Game of Thrones when they went to that entire like face? Oh, like the like, wall of yeah, 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 the, the wall, wall of faces, of faces yeah, all beheaded. It just looked like that, people, like just yeah. the worst prop head that you could ever just put on the back of somebody. And then it, dude, it was oh my! It gosh. reminded me of Matt's sets doll of Dennis, uh, in Always Sunny. Yeah, I can. I remember <laughs> that. I remember. That's that. what it reminded me of. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, um, it's so it's so bad because like half the time it's an actual like prosthetic, and then the other half it's like CGI. Yes. So it's just not consistent. It looks so tacky. It, like I, I. I sat speechless after this movie ended. And well, this is the thing. I just there's a lot of flips and shit when like Gabriel was killing a ton of cops, and I have a real important question. Was he doing front flips or back flips? <laughs> I mean, I, was he doing front flips or back flips? Because he is for backward facing, it's the opposite. So whatever move happens, <laughs> according to his perspective, is how I would define the flip. Yeah. Okay. And, right. Okay. Um, and there was there was a part where the partner to, oh God, I just can't remember the cop's name. Oh, Detective Kakosha. Yes, thank you. The partner to Detective Kakosha. He's about to get just murdered, right? And also, his arm doesn't break because it's his arm made of metal because all, every single other arm we've seen coming in contact. He's literally broke. the only person that yeah. has interacted with this thing and survived. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gabriel was really bad at killing main characters is what I learned. Everything else he's good at, but killing main characters. Um, and she literally, like, instead of just shooting this thing in the face with the multitude <laughs> of guns... On the Punches floor. Punches it with the gun? She hits it with the gun. Yes. Yes. That was so great. Just. <laughs> Just shoot. And then that leads to, oh, let's not continue to take this person down, even though I've been slashed open at the gut, but you just got your arm a little hurt, so I'm going to carry you out. Um, Gabriel, Detective what I think Coco is going to do. Shaw. Yeah, yeah. What I think yes, Gabriel's yeah. going to do is throw this chair that it's grabbing <laughs> Out the window, oh. so then it could jump out the window. That was, that was <laughs> no. without a doubt the funniest scene. Was just like the all right, I'm out across the room. Yeah, wait, what a throw! Yeah. And then like like basically like I'm out. Wait, hold on, I got a yeah. chair right here. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> like they were running away. Like what was the? They didn't kill no. Like just to fucking what? So throw some stank on it. I mean that's yeah. what it was. Oh it was just, man, <laughs> you know yeah. what? Maybe Gabriel's dream was to play in the NFL, and that's why it's why he's pissed. I mean, it, yeah. It, right. Or the shot put, you know. And then, like, sorry, the introduced thing at the end where it's, like, to to really, like, kill Gabriel or whatever, she has to lock him away in, like, the void in her head or something. Something you've never seen the entire movie. No. And then all of a sudden, it's just, like, 
Oh, okay, so that's the kryptonite that's... Why didn't I know about this the entire movie? Uh, well, also, when, you know, she, like, defeats him or whatever, it just, like, goes into the back of her head, and it just, like, magically seals up. It's, it, like, it literally, like, crawls, like, Voldemort's face crawls back into the head. I'm sorry, but and just... When I I'm reach sorry. back yeah, here, yeah. and if I if if something don't feel right, and I'm a medical professional, they're probably gonna be like, "Hey, doc, do you think you just check the back Dan, of my head real quick?" Dan, this woman's a nurse, and she, you know, was bleeding out of the back of but her head this for is, multiple this is days, thing. and didn't, this is the last thing. didn't go they, to the, like a week straight. Yeah, didn't they go carved, to the doctor. You they, can't trust yeah, her. Yeah, she must be one of those nurses that doesn't want to get vaccinated either. Um, <laughs> they carved an entire like half of creature out of her. And you don't tell me she got no stars. Like she ain't got a <laughs> single one on her back. Like there was never a time where like she was just like, oh, I'm like in the sh- like in the shower. Like oh, that doesn't feel right. Or I don't know at the beach, and people were like, hey, were you in a horrific car accident that you miraculously survived? Because there is a torso length scar running down your entire back. Or I don't know, maybe her husband yeah. that she. Was is married to was that the, sees her was the only physician allowed missionary, like right? just n- with her with a shirt on. Did nobody see her from the back? That was like, oh, this is a little weird. Hey, like, that's, a, that's a strange skull cap that you have on the back. <laughs> that's it looks like a it looks like a person was sealed inside of there. Do you mind yeah, if I I'm take a look? I'm just saying, like the fact that if you turned her over, you could still get a hand job is really bad. <laughs> like somebody had to know that. I also love the the Verizon plan that this character has where <laughs> it's unknown calls to just torment people. Like, out of all the things that this crazy... I mean, I'm trying to justify this here or rationalize it, but out of all the crazy things that this split personality that's taken over body, you know, wants to do, it's trolling people with unknown phone calls on a cell phone. Well, it also makes no fucking it, no. sense because it's supposed to be able to control electricity. And electricity has nothing to do with a fucking phone. <laughs> Dude, that and like the introduction where it's talking through. It's speaking through electronics. The, like or the, the radio or. The radio. Yeah, it's just like, what is There's, going right. on here, man? Like, it's. Also, if, it's, I'm, if I'm a parent and I see my kid talking to a play phone, like they're talking to somebody else that's like, oh, you should murder or I won't hurt the baby, I'm fucking throwing that phone away. That and like. I hate to, s- or maybe commit the kid because it's fucking adopted. <laughs> it could be crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's that and like, like I said before, like the, all of a sudden they stumble upon these like VHSs that the mothers just kept like, oh yeah. In fact, something weird did happen the entire time I was raising her. It's just so stupid to me. Um, like where they're sitting back with that. It's just, it's another case of James Wan not knowing where the hell he wants to go and then rushing it all in the last 20 minutes with nonsensical stuff that you've never noticed the entire movie. And yeah, it's the the crazy thing though is like, I mean, we've talked about this before. I don't know if this is like, it's, it's so bonkers. It is. That's the only word I can say about it. It's, it's fucking bonkers. And does that make a movie worth talking about? And I mean, we're because I'm like torn on it. I'm torn on it. But because like uh, have made me talk about a lot of shit this this season. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> it's it's one of those things where it's like, hey, have you seen Malignant? Uh, not yet. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's fucking crazy, and there's some intrigue behind that. But it's so. Sh- I mean, it's like it's like a it's like a shitty magician act. Where it's like, hey, you got to see this guy. He fucking sucks at magic. But I don't know if it's actually fun to watch. Because <laughs> it's such a shitty show. I think... I, think, I mean, yeah, I'm going to say Brian's no. on it. Save, Bri- save yeah, your time. Brian's like, yeah. fuck that. I think, I think you're close... You can do a lot in two you're hours. You're close to something, Brett. And I think what you're close to is the fact of it's a... You have to see this to believe it. Yes. Like us right now telling you, your ears, your face holes... Hopefully you only have one that this is actually a movie. You, how true do you think we're like, do you think we're being honest? Do you really think that a studio <laughs> gave a director $40 million um, to make this? 
Is that something you really believe and you're going to take our word on it? Or are you going to to listen to this, watch this, and then be like, oh, fuck. I mean, it is only an yeah, hour Yeah, is this just a joke? A yeah, like, maybe just guess. throw it on. Like, they can't be – like, maybe they got it wrong. Maybe they missed something. Yeah, I think I think it – Maybe we're exaggerating and it's not as bad. Yeah. I also, think you, it, get, I, you get killed if somebody rolls a goddamn hospital bed over your entire body like that. I'm oh, sorry. That was ridiculous. That was absolutely absurd. <laughs> and she just lifted it. Dude. If he can lift it, so can I. Yeah, it's it's my body. Yeah. But I mean my it body, is, my choice? Is that is that what this is? But you guys wouldn't you, it's just all political statement. But you guys wouldn't want to see like like if somebody told you like, dude, there is the worst monologue happening on the corner of a street this guy thinks he's an actor and it's fucking awful but it's worth watching like there's stuff like that that in this world is so bad that i think it's like worth it's an experience in itself because you're just like i will never see this again it's so bad i'll give you an example you texted us and was like hey you should watch this movie and we should do it for the podcast and i did and i (laughs) wish i did not see it I, hey, I will tell you so many points in this movie, though. I will tell you that will happen more and more this season. So get ready, guys. Get ready. Just, real quick, when the woman falls out of the fucking ceiling, just like oh, her birth mother. Yes. You mean? Like yes. what? The cop was just been in the attic. What's the cop's name? Because he's in the, he was in the living room at the. Oh, Detective Kokosha. Yeah, sorry. Detective Detective Kokosha. Yeah. How did nobody hear her just fucking around for like 20 minutes trying to get free? Well, I mean, they they established that at the very beginning, Dan, that this woman does not live in this house permanently. She's always doing other things. But they were like... I'm I'm just kidding. They don't. They were in the living room. She lives in the house, and she doesn't (laughs) catch any of these stumps or anything. Even they were in the living room. Yeah. Like... Having the worst <laughs> hypnotherapy session, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> dude, dude. And literally, it ends, and then all of a sudden, guess what? Delivery. <laughs> you know, the best part was the, the ending where she's like freaking out, and they're like, get her out of it, get her out. And she's like, I'm going to tap your forehead twice, and you're coming back. <gasps> okay. <laughs> where was I? What happened? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's it's yeah. She she's intrigued by why the door, like opens and creaks and all this stuff. But the thumps in the attic, they're they're yeah. I mean, whatever. The screams from the yeah, attic. Yeah, yeah. The the constant chainsawing or anything like that. She just doesn't. I'm yeah, just gonna say the most the most unbelievable part of this movie is how close the sister parts that fucking cliff by the hospital. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, the funniest thing about it is that shows you that I don't know where the money ran out, but they did that once and they pitched that into the movie and they're like, does anybody else notice that it's really fucking close to the cliff? Yeah, it's fine. We don't have enough money. You've seen the rest of this bullshit, (laughs) right? We put a plastic fake face on the back of this girl's head for like 15 minutes. This is fine. No one's going to worry about the cliff. First off, like that's literally built into the side of the cliff. Like, there's no way that you could ever do that. <laughs> it's so it's so ludicrous. So, here's here's my question: uh, If there was an axe murderer in this film, specifically an axe murderer, would it be better? Like you're saying, other than Gabriel or with Gabriel? I mean, if I mean, yeah, it, no, because like there already is a murderer. And normally, I would be like, okay, well, at least the saving grace is a lot of people got murdered. But just watching that stupid fucking thing with... Like the, the Cirque du Soleil <laughs> the act that's just murdering back. people. Yeah. That's just... When it's got yeah. dislocated shoulders. The way it moves in the police, the police room is just fucking hilarious. Dude, dodging bullets. It's a, a, literal, a literal room... Of trained police officers that can't hit this thing it's, one time. <laughs> well, you know, is a white woman. Could, <laughs> True. D- Deep down inside, they know they. Damn it, Dan. The, the morals just got him. Yeah. Turn away I mean, the last second. Detective Kakoa Shaw literally could shoot this thing in her face. He has it, and instead, he just starts to yell, "Madison." 
Right. Yeah. yeah. Instead of, I don't know, maybe take out the kneecap. You don't have to murder her, but like maybe stop it from murdering all of your colleagues. It's it's so... F- and it- Oh, sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I mean, another great piece of dialogue. I think the thing's like actually telling him to like shoot him too. Yes. It's like, shoot me, you're going to kill her too. And he's just like, don't worry, I've seen this in a James Wan movie. I just have to call her name out and... <laughs> It's like, Honestly, oh. I was waiting for the little Bow Wow to show up to just solve our problems. Oh, man. Hey. Right. That would have been worth seeing. That's what I always wish. Yeah, yeah. So, so, at the end of it, here's the deep question. I think I know where Brian goes on this, but do you recommend this? Yes. This is like the, the monster in um, It Follows. I've watched this, and so now you have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm passing this along because I don't want to be the only one that has to experience this. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, still don't know like, if I hate it or if I enjoyed my experience. Like I'm just so conflicted. It it attaches to you like a possessed demon murderer that was separate that was tried to like forcibly separated at birth. It sticks with you, you know. <sighs> it, ju- it it just made. Yeah, yeah, and I also I could I wish I had more hands so I could give this movie more thumbs down. (laughs) Just for me, there it got to a point towards the end where I just couldn't stop thinking about the Family Guy episode where he has the twin on his neck. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, and it's a mini version, and then they just separate him. Yep. 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 Yeah. And he turned. Yeah, he's like a little person. Yeah. I mean, how I feel about it is, uh, it it will cater to the people that want it. Like, if you're intrigued by a mess, like, you know, the people that like to go to train accidents after they've happened, it's it's it caters to this sick, you know, sick mindset. But it's such a disaster that it's almost intriguing. I mean, it's. It's 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 like almost grotesque in a way, because it's so so off putting that you almost want to keep your eye on it. And I think that that's kind of that's how I feel about the movie. It's it's awful. I will not recommend it on anybody's best movie list, any mediocre list. But is it a must see because it's so bad? It might be. <laughs> I mean, it just I feel like he just like lost a bet. And someone was like, you won't do that. And he's like, no, I, watch I am. Watch me. Have you seen me do a puppet movie? Yes. Do, I will wait, do this. Do we think the biggest twist is that James Wan didn't direct this, but Adam Sandler did, and this is the payback for him not winning for Uncut Gems? Oh, jeez. No. Okay. No, he yeah. did say he would make the worst movie ever. And I think he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this is... Although I feel like he already did. Because that uh, that one Western movie, I don't even. Uh, it's like, yeah, whatever. One of them he did for Netflix, Hateful like Twelve Wilson or whatever. Movie. Or yeah yeah, 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 something like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's this is the type of movie too where like I think, I, I think it's intriguing. You must see, but it will kill a lot of careers. I think a lot of people. It's like Napoleon Dynamite. Where you look at somebody, you'll be like. Wait, that was the person. No wonder I haven't seen them in eight years. That was one of the. That was Detective Kakoa Shaw from, <laughs> from Malignant. Yeah, that makes sense. Why nobody casted him for a decade? You got to clean that shit up off your oh. resume if you want any other gigs in Hollywood. Which, yeah, unless he you just could, wants to stick to the James. Maybe this will just be the next Saw franchise, and they'll make yeah seven of these. Yeah. Oh my so, gosh! If, Detective Kakoa Shaw will be back for every single. Yeah, what what you're saying, Brett, is this this film may be a cancer to their careers. Oh, Dan, I like where you're going with that. Yep, you got it. I mean, and you can't white page this shit. This is gonna no, be on your IMDb for a long time. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. Well, let us know if you've watched *Malignant* or if you decided to watch it after listening slash watching us or. Or just your feelings, your thoughts in general. Um, or if you would like for us to start a support group for people who have watched Malignant, please let us know. Yeah, or if you've seen some bonkers horror movie that makes absolutely no sense, send it our way. 
so that we yes. can make Brian watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's put Brian through more pain. I like that idea. Yeah. Um, we'll be back. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with another episode in a couple weeks. Uh, but in the meantime, if you miss us, you know that you can check out all of our um, podcast episodes on popnotsoda.podme.com, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify Podcasts. Uh, and you can also check out all of season six on our YouTube channel, which is forward slash pop underscore not soda podcast. Uh, well, until um, next time, as uh, Brett says, uh, we'll see you on the flip side. Hopefully we don't see Gabriel on that side. We'll see you on the back of yeah. somebody's yes. head <laughs> side. Later. Sit down.